Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Timsa Leadership Podcast. My name is Eric Claus, and I have the honor to be able to be your host. This is a bonus episode that I'm excited to be able to share with you. Several of us participated in the Tennessee Ambulance Service Association, TASA's Midwinter Leadership Conference that was in February of 2023. Next year will also be in February. And if you are a leader, aspiring to be a leader, you have to attend this amazing event. In this episode, I had the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with the TASA president the chairman of the legislative committee, and then several award-winning individuals that are making a difference in Tennessee. I am confident that this episode will inspire you, and thank you for joining us today. So Joyce, I'm so excited to be able to be sitting across from you. We are at the TASA Midwinter Conference in beautiful Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's warm weather, though. We're like 80 degrees in February, but we have been part of this for a long time, and uh, I've had the honor to be part of the presentations today, and you were part of the panel, and we had a great time, and we want everybody to know the important work that is going on, but first and foremost, uh, we want to know about you, Joyce. Tell us, please, why'd you get an EMS, and what... um, what, what attracted you here? Oh, wow. So, well, first of all, thank you for having me, and I, I appreciate everybody coming to the conference. Um, so I actually got an EMS as a second career. Um, I got out of high school, you know, fast pace. You want to make a little money. So I went to work in a factory, and, and um, I, I did the factory work for a while, and a friend of mine, I was on the volunteer fire department, and I just love that. I love helping people. And a friend of mine said, hey, you know, they're having this EMT class at night at Paris, which was really close to me. And, and um, so I, she said, go with me. Let's go. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. You know, I like fire. I like EMS. Right. And that's what I did. I went to that and, and um, you know, still working full time and had two kids at home. And it was a little challenging. And at that time, you know, you're I'm making really good money in the factory and I'm going to have to take a pay cut to go to EMS and um you know that's a tough decision to make and so um leap of faith and uh we took that um uh, both me and my husband changed jobs to make things happen and so I got into EMS I'm thinking man EMT that's what I'm gonna be it's gonna be great and uh, you do EMT a little while and then you're like I want more yes I want to do more and uh so it wasn't about that six dollars and 15 cents an hour it was about i love this i want to do this and um you know we talk about jobs it wasn't a job it's something you want to do so um so anyway it progressed through and uh, went to paramedic school and um you know spent some time on the trucks and then um i don't know just some folks encouraged me to to get on the management side and um Long story short, that's where I'm at, and uh, it's been really great. There's been a lot of great mentors, and um, I think that um, EMS is not a job, and if you look at it as a job, it's always going to be something you dread. So if it's something you want to do, it's not a job. It's something you get to do. So Being able to serve people is absolutely amazing. And you're an amazing leader, and you are part of a big service. Tell us about where you are right now and— 
well, your team members. You. Um, yeah, so, man, I have some great people. You know, they say if you if you want to do good, you surround yourself with great people, and and I do that. Um, I'm employed through uh, West Tennessee Healthcare. Uh, I'm the executive director of Medical Center EMS. Um, it is a um, based out of a hospital, hospital-based, Jackson General Hospital, and we work um, Madison, Chester, Benton, Dyer, um, McNary, and then the city of Oliver. I think I got all six God. of them in. Um, but it's really good. We're all locally around um, in the West Tennessee area. And uh, like I said, I got an amazing team, and I couldn't do it without them. How many team members do you have, Joyce? Uh, we have thir- 332 employees. Gosh. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. You you have success. You've so. done an amazing work. It's a huge service, and we're, we're grateful for your leadership. And tell us a little bit about TASA for those that don't know what it means and what happens here and what oh, you well, all Okay, do. so if you haven't been to TASA, you need to do that. TASA stands for the... Um, Y'all put me on the spot. I'm going to have a trouble. Tennessee, <laughs> I can help you out. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm reading your shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tennessee Ambulance Service Association. And uh, TASA was formed uh, back in 73, and it was formed because we didn't have any standardization of EMS across the state. And so this helped out really good for us to be able to, to do that. And through the years, there's been some great founding fathers and some great mentors that's come up. And uh, for me, I had some local service directors, and one name that you'll recognize now is now our uh, state EMS director, Ward, who said, look, you're going to work for um, one of the largest ambulance services in the state. You're going to have to get involved yeah. in TAS. And I'm like, what? Yeah. But really, it is. I encourage everybody to step out and get involved. So what TASA really wants is to be the representative for all the services. Yes ground, air, public, private, hospital-based, um, county-based, whatever. We want to do that. And so we have uh, 16 members on our board of directors. We host two, conference annual, two conferences annually. And whole goal is to be one big group. Uh, as everybody knows, there's power in numbers. So um, coming in this year, as president, as, by the way, a few president. hours. This is incredible. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have hard footsteps to follow. Rick's done an awesome job, and, and uh, he's had some struggling times this year, um, and he's, he's really handled it well, so I'm going to struggle to follow him. But uh, coming in this year, we want to reach out and um, um, just teach what we are, who we are, um, I, I don't know if anybody was at the annual meeting today, but I heard more roll call answers than I ever have. Yes. And this conference has 200-plus attendees, yes. and it's been a while since we've had that. So I think we're growing it well, and it's not about us. It's about giving back to the services and being a voice for them and um, speaking at the legislative issues and, and dealing with, um, you know, let's all share what we're doing to fix our staffing problems, our funding issues. Um, hey, if somebody's doing it good, let's share it with everybody else. So um, unity, I guess, Mm -hmm. and communication is one of the the big things I want to push and uh, uh, encourage people to reach out to me if I can be of a help to anybody. Well, Joyce, we're honored to be part of this, and you guys and you are making a huge difference for EMS, and we're grateful 
And I want to thank you for spending time with us. Well, today. I thank you for having us, and I thank you for uh, working with TASA so well. We appreciate you guys. It truly is an honor. Thank you. I have the honor to be able to be sitting across from Stephen Sutton. Stephen, thank you for being here, my friend. Oh, glad to be here. Thank you for the invite. Absolutely. We were at the awards banquet last night, sure. and your service received the Bob Thomas ALS Service Award, and you did an amazing speech. You had your team there, and it was an impactful moment. We would just love for you to share what that experience was like in receiving this award. Well, this, uh, this award just validates the work that our team has done over the last two years in leading and growing our ambulance service. Um, we've implemented um, a lot of new equipment, a lot of new protocols, uh, medications that were team-driven, um, a lot of new partnerships to help uh, give us the resources that they need to do their jobs, um, a lot of training and um you know, building our first responder program, you know, back basically from scratch and putting, um, you know, more than about more, almost probably 50 or 60 ADs in our community, you know, uh, running a, a volunteer COVID clinic that our employees ran where over 600 doses of Regen Cove were given to our citizens uh, during the Delta wave that was so violent in our community. Of course, we don't have a hospital in our community. So, that um, COVID clinic was just essential in terms of the health and well-being of our citizens. So this this award just validates the incredible work that they have done every single day. They do the heavy lifting, and um, you know it's just an honor to be able to tag along and, and watch them uh, work their magic. I, I wish that we had time to talk about all the clinical wins. I I remember talking to them early on, saying it's coming. You know, there's going to be the uh, there's going to be the the clinical save with the neurologically intact patient in a, in a extremely rural area. And I, and when it happens, we're going to celebrate. It's going to be a big party. And so I remember the first one uh, where a guy was uh, choking. Um, and by the time we got there, he was in arrest. We got there about four minutes after the 911 call, resuscitated him up, flew him out, neurologically intact, discharged a week or so later. And uh, man, did we ever have a party. But there's been so many since then. We can't have a party every single time. But sure. Um, we just um, enjoy celebrating their success, and this uh, award, you know, validates their work. and And TASA has partnered with us to celebrate this team's success, and that's that's why this award means so much to to this team. Well, we appreciate everything that you guys do, Stephen. Thank you for your years of service and wonderful job, and congratulations. Thank you, appreciate it, Eric. What an honor it is for me to be uh, standing across from. Uh, a great friend who is uh, Tommy Copeland and Tommy is the EMS chief in County Corner for Putnam County EMS and Tommy welcome we're so excited you're spending a couple minutes with us thank you very much Eric I am honored that you even asked me well we are so thrilled that you have um, spent some time with us and you were recognized last night from TASA at the awards banquet and you won the Jane, John Bond EMS Administrator Award. You did an incredible acceptance speech, and we would just love to know, you know, what this means to you with this amazing organization being recognized. Yes, and, and like I said last night during the speech, I really appreciate the TASA group, and a lot of those people, most of those people are friends of mine, people that I call and consult when I have 
issues that I don't know how to react to or something I've not seen before. And I really count most of those guys as my friends. I've known them for a long time. But the thing that means the most to me is my employees nominated me for this. And that means a great deal that my employees, my command staff, got together, put this together. And I didn't know anything about it until I had actually won it. And so that means a tremendous amount to me. I'm very proud of the guys that I have, guys and gals that work for me. Um, and just, I'm, I'm just amazed that I got this award. So. Well, we are so thankful for the, your leadership and mentoring all of us in your role model. You've been doing this a long time and you've taught many of us. So congratulations and thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. What an honor it is for me to be sitting across from Dr. Jarrett McKinney, who was recognized as the Medical Director of the Year from TASA, the Tennessee Ambulance Service Association. So Dr. McKinney, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, we're excited. So tell us uh, a little bit about you and your involvement in EMS. Yeah, so it's been a fun journey. So my involvement in EMS started in 2006. I did a EMS fellowship from 2006 to 2007 and really had no idea during that fellowship what EMS would look like for me, what part of my career it would become. And I said this morning actually in a talk that I really spent the first few years just trying to figure out medicine and, and how to be a good provider. So I didn't really know where this journey would go. And then from there took over a role with National Fire Department as an assistant medical director and then was afforded some more opportunities with LifeLight doing event medicine, medical direction, and then ground EMS medical direction. Um, and then, you know, to the point of, you never know where the journey's gonna head. You and I got to start the EMS Center of Excellence in 2015, and I feel like the, the journey has accelerated since that time. Absolutely, it has. It's truly been an honor to work with you. And uh, tell us a little bit about being recognized as Medical Director of the Year. You're not one to, um, have a lot of attention you're an incredibly humble leader but wanted to just if you could share what it means to you to be recognized by this amazing group here yeah you know it it goes back to you don't know where the journey is going to lead you and day in and day out whatever role that's in whatever service i'm working with whatever group i have the opportunity to to be a part of on the ems side it's the reality that i've been welcomed into a community that i was not a part of in 2006 and welcomed into a community of truly amazing providers who constantly put others' lives before their own, no matter what the call, who day in and day out are serving the community. And so for me, not originally being part of that community and, and being on this EMS journey that's continuing, and, and there's no doubt I'm continuing to learn, but you know, standing in that room last night amongst all of those people that I look up to, that I've known for many years, who have really brought me along in this industry and helped show me the way was pretty special. Well, we appreciate all you do. Um, and I know everybody else does. So thank you for adding value to all of us and, and making us better. So thank you for spending time with us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. All right. So I am super excited to be sitting across, uh, from Tim Boer and Tim, you are the chairman of the legislative committee for TASA and the newly elected vice president. So thank you for being here, my friend. Thank you, Eric. The pleasure's all mine. Uh, we want to hear about the TASA legislative priorities, Tim, if you could share with us. Absolutely. Be glad to share. Uh, House Bill 155, Senate Bill 457 
what that bill does is it provides an $800 stipend to every full-time licensed EMS provider. Uh, and it's similar to what fire, volunteer fire, and the police folks have got gotten in years past. And it's the allotment is for used to cover the required training that each of our personnel have to have. And uh, it's currently in uh, committee. Uh, it's sponsored by Representative Gary Hicks and Senator Bo Watson. Uh, why, is, why is that important to our, our providers? Uh, because they have to pay for a lot of their individual uh, education, plus they also have to pay for their license renewal and so on and so forth. So uh, it's I think it'd be a tremendous, we think it would be a tremendous morale uplift for our providers to be getting that. They're out on the front lines just like the police and fire folks are. Uh, the next bill is House Bill 981, Senate Bill 669, sponsored by Senator Reeves and Representative Terry, and that is the reconstitution of the EMS board. And uh, what it does is it just reconstitutes and, and modernizes the EMS board. Uh, this board came up for sunset last year and uh, the uh, committee decided to put it in the wind down and restructure the whole board because it hadn't been looked at outside the sunset for uh, several years. And uh, it is just passed out of uh, a couple of committees in the Senate. It's up in government operations on uh, March the 1st. Uh, he'll start winding its way through the House committees right after that. Uh, another bill that we're carrying is House Bill 893 and Senate Bill 984 by Representative Reedy and Senator Yeager. That is the annual renewal of the Medicaid assessment program that is uh, a, a reimbursement uptick to the emergent 10 care or Medicaid transports that these services do. Uh, it's passed and it's in commerce and next week it'll be in finance in the house. The other big legislative ask that TASA has uh, put before the governor and it's, it's with the governor right now. Is the governor's amended budget will be coming out in the next two to three weeks. We were not included in his original budget, so we've asked for a $10 million reoccurring uh, uh, amount of funds to be equally distributed between all the ambulance services, licensed services across the state. If we're not successful in being included in the amended budget, uh, Chairman Keesland has a caption, a placeholder caption bill where we would go 
through the legislative route to try to obtain those funds as well. As far as uh, other legislative priorities and initiatives, that's all that we are carrying. Uh, there are several bills that uh, we're supporting that other folks have out there and are currently carrying through the legislative process. Uh, but the, the other big thing that TASA does on an annual basis whenever it comes to the legislature, and this year it's very important that we have as many folks there as possible, and that's EMS Day on the Hill. In years past, we've done it in February in and around our conference, but this year it's later. It's in March. It's the 21st of March at the Cordell Hall building. Uh, we'll start at 7.30 in the morning, and we'll end up sometime around lunchtime. And in years past, the governor's come out and met with us, and we've taken a, uh, a, a group photo and stuff like that. But I would encourage all the providers, whether you're a director or you're uh, just a frontline EMT or paramedic, contact your legislators, both in the House and Senate, because they listen to their constituents. And the more noise that we make for EMS and the more that we're able to define our role the better off we're going to be down the road in the future. I mean, it's dependent upon us as providers to improve the profession and leave it better than we found it. And uh, all of us are having the same struggles, and we've got to get more funds into our profession in order to, to uh, make that a continued success. Well, Tim, we're grateful for the work you do. It is so important, and we appreciate you sharing these updates. And uh, we look forward to hearing uh, more from you in the future and then also uh, during the EMS Day on the Hill. So thank you for being part of this. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today at the Timsa Leadership Podcast. We hope this episode inspired you. We also hope that you make plans to attend next year's TASA conference in February of 24. Thank you for what you do. You make a difference. Remember, leading yourself is the most important thing that you will ever do. Thanks again, and we look forward to visiting with you again soon.